0: this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org the tragedy of king richard ii by william shakespeare act 3 scene 1 bristol bolingbroke's camp enter bolingbroke york northumberland Henry Percy, Willoughby, Ross, Officers behind, with Bushy and Green, Prisoners.
1: Bring forth these men. Bushy and Green, I will not vex your souls, Since presently your souls must part your bodies. With too much urging your pernicious lives, For to no charity, yet to wash your blood, from off my hands, here in the view of men, I will unfold some causes of your deaths. You have misled a prince, a royal king, a happy gentleman in blood and lineaments. By you, unhappied and disfigured clean, you have in manner with your sinful hours made a divorce betwixt his queen and him, broke the possession of her royal bed, and stained the beauty. OF A FAIR QUEEN'S CHEEKS, WITH TEARS DRAWN FROM OUR EYES BY YOUR FOUL WRONGS. MYSELF, A PRINCE BY FORTUNE, OF MY BIRTH, NEAR TO THE KING IN BLOOD, AND NEAR IN LOVE, TILL YOU DID MAKE HIM MISINTERPRET ME, HAVE STOOPED MY NECK UNDER YOUR INJURIES, AND SIGHED MY ENGLISH BREATH IN FOREIGN CLOUDS, EATING THE BITTER BREAD OF BANISHMENT whilst you have fed upon my signeries, disparked my parks and felled my forest woods, from my own windows torn down my household coat, raised out my impress, leaving me no sign, save men's opinions and my living blood, to show the world I am a gentleman. This, and much more, much more than twice all this, condemns you to the death see them delivered over to execution and the hand of death
2: more welcome is the
3: stroke of death to me than bolingbroke to england lord farewell
2: my comfort is that heaven will take our souls and plague injustice with the pains of
1: hell my lord northumberland see them despatched
0: exeunt northumberland and others with bushy and green
1: Uncle, You say the queen is at your house. For God's sake, fairly let her be entreated. Tell her I sent to her my kind commends. Take special care my greetings
4: be delivered. A gentleman of mine I have dispatched with letters of your love to her at large.
1: Thanks, gentle uncle. Come, lords, away, to fight with Glendower and his complices. A while to work, and after holiday.
0: Exeunt End of Act Three, Scene One Act three scene two The Coast of Wales A Castle in View Flourish Drums and Trumpets Enter King Richard, the Bishop of Carlisle, O'Merle, and Soldiers.
5: Bark Lovely Castle, do they call this at hand?
2: Yea, my lord. How brooks your grace the air after your late tossing on the breaking seas?
5: Needs must I like it well. I weep for joy To stand upon my kingdom once again. Dear earth, I do salute thee with my hand, Though rebels wound thee With their horses' hoofs, As a long-parted mother with her child Plays fondly with her tears, And smiles in meeting. So weeping, smiling, Greet I thee, my earth, And do thee favours With my royal hands. Feed not thy sovereign's foe, my gentle earth, Nor with thy sweets comfort his ravenous sense, But let thy spiders suck up thy venom, And heavy-gated toads lie in their way, Doing annoyance to the treacherous feet, Which with usurping steps do trample thee. Yield stinging nettles to mine enemies, And when they from thy bosom pluck a flower, Guard it, I pray thee, with a lurking adder whose double tongue may with a mortal touch throw death upon thy sovereign's enemies. Mock not my senseless conjuration, lords. This earth shall have a feeling, and these stones prove armed soldiers, ere her native king shall falter under foul rebellion's arms.
3: FEAR NOT, my lord, that power that made you king hath power to keep you king in spite of all the means that heaven yields must be embraced and not neglected else if heaven would and we will not heaven's offer we refuse the proffered means of succour and redress
2: he means my lord that we are too remiss whilst bolingbroke through our security grows strong and great in substance and in friends
5: discomfortable cousin Knowest thou not that when the searching eye of heaven Is hid behind the globe that lights the lower world, Then thieves and robbers range abroad unseen In murders and in outrage boldly here? But when, from under this terrestrial ball, He fires the proud tops of the eastern pines And darts his light through every guilty hole, Then murders, treasons, and detested sins, The cloak of night being plucked from off their backs, Stand bare and naked, Trembling at themselves. So when this thief, this traitor, Bolingbroke, Who all this while hath reveled in the night Whilst we were wandering with the Antipodes, Shall see us rising in our throne the East, His treasons will sit blushing in his face, Not able to endure the sight of day, But self-affrighted tremble at his sin. Not all the water in the rough, rude sea Can wash the balm off from an anointed king. The breath of worldly men cannot depose the deputy elected by the Lord. For every man that Bolingbroke hath pressed to lift shrewd steel against our golden crown, God for his Richard hath in heavenly pay a glorious angel. Then, if angels fight, weak men must fall, for heaven still guards the right.
0: Enter Salisbury.
5: Welcome, my lord. How far off lies your power? Nor near, nor farther off, my gracious lord, than this weak arm. Discomfort guides my tongue, and bids me speak of nothing but despair. One day too late, I fear me, noble lord, hath clouded all thy happy days on earth oh call back yesterday bid time return and thou shalt have twelve thousand fighting men to-day to-day unhappy day too late throws thy joys friends fortune and thy state for all the welshmen hearing thou wert dead are gone to bolingbroke dispersed and fled
2: comfort my liege why looks your grace so pale
5: but now the blood of twenty thousand men did triumph in my face and they are fled and till so much blood thither come again have i not reason to look pale and dead all souls that will be safe fly from my side for time hath set a blot upon my pride
2: comfort my liege remember who you are
5: i had forgot myself am i not king awake thou coward majesty thou sleepest is not the king's name twenty thousand names arm arm my name a puny subject strikes at thy great glory Look not to the ground, ye favourites of a king. Are we not high? High be our thoughts. I know my uncle York hath power enough to serve our turn. But who comes
3: here?
0: Enter Sir Stephen Scroope.
3: More health and happiness betide my liege than can my care tuned tongue deliver him.
5: Mine ear is open, and my heart prepared. The worst is worldly loss Thou canst unfold. Say, say, is my kingdom lost? Why, twas my care, And what loss is it to be rid of care? Strives Bolingbroke to be as great as we? Greater he shall not be. If he serve God, we'll serve him too. And be his fellow so. Revolt our subjects? That? we cannot mend they break their faith to god as well as us cry woe destruction ruin loss decay the worst is death and death will have his day
3: glad am i that your highness is so armed to bear the tidings of calamity like an unseasonable stormy day which makes the silver rivers drown their shores as if the world were all dissolved to tears so high above his limits swells the rage of bolingbroke covering your fearful land with hard bright steel and hearts harder than steel white beards have armed their thin and hairless scalps against thy majesty and boys with women's voices Strive to speak big, and clap their female joints in stiff, unwieldy arms against thy crown. Thy very beadsmen learn to bend their bows of double fatal yew against thy state. Yea, distaff women manage rusty bills against thy seat, both young and old rebel. And all goes worse than I have power to tell.
5: Too well, too well thou tellest a tale so ill. Where is the Earl of Wiltshire? Where is Bagot? What is become of Bushy? Where is Green? That they have let the dangerous enemy Measure our confines with such peaceful steps. If we prevail, their heads shall pay for it. I warrant they have made peace with Bolingbroke.
3: Peace have they made with him indeed, my lord.
5: O villains, vipers, damned without redemption, Dogs easily won to fawn on any man, Snakes, in my heart blood warmed, That sting my heart. Three Judases, each one thrice worse than Judas, Would they make peace? Terrible hell! make war upon their spotted souls for this offence
3: sweet love i see changing his property turns to the sourest and most deadly hate again uncurse their souls their peace is made with heads not with hands those whom you curse have felt the worst of death's destroying wound and lie full low graved in the hollow ground
2: is bushy green and the earl of wiltshire dead
3: i all of them at bristol lost
2: their heads where is the duke my father with his power
5: no matter where of comfort no man speak let's talk of graves of worms and epitaphs make dust our paper, and with rainy eyes write sorrow on the bosom of the earth. Let's choose executors, and talk of wills. And yet not so, for what can we bequeath save our deposed bodies to the ground? Our lands, our lives, and all are Bolingbrooks, and nothing can we call our own but death. And that small model of the barren earth Which serves as paste and cover to our bones. For God's sake, let us sit upon the ground And tell sad stories of the death of kings. How some have been deposed, some slain in war, Some haunted by the ghosts they have deposed, Some poisoned by their wives, some sleeping killed, All murdered. For within the hollow crown that rounds the mortal temples of a king keeps death his court, and there the antic sits, scoffing his state and grinning at his pomp, allowing him a breath, a little scene to monarchise, be feared, and kill with looks, infusing him with self and vain conceit, as if this flesh, which walls about our life were brass impregnable. And, humoured thus, comes at the last, And with a little pin, Bores through his castle wall. And farewell, King! Cover your heads, And mock not flesh and blood With solemn reverence. Throw away respect, tradition, Form and ceremonious duty, For you have but mistook me All this while. I live with bread like you, feel want taste grief need friends subjected thus how can you say to me i am a king
3: my lord wise men ne'er sit and wail their woes but presently prevent the ways to wail to fear the foe since fear oppresseth strength gives in your weakness strength unto your foe, and so your follies fight against yourself fear and be slain no worse can come to fight and fight and die as death destroying death where fearing dying pays
2: death's servile breath my father hath power inquire of him and learn to make a body of a limb
5: thou chid'st me well proud bolingbroke i come to change blows with thee for our day of doom this ague fit of fear is overblown an easy task it is to win our own Say, Scroop, where lies our uncle with his power? Speak sweetly, man, although thy looks be sour.
3: Men judge by the complexion of the sky, The state in inclination of the day. So may you by my dull and heavy eye, My tongue hath but a heavier tale to say. I play the torturer by small and small To lengthen out the worst that must be spoken. Your uncle York is joined with Bolingbroke, And all your northern castles yielded up, And all your southern gentlemen in arms upon his party.
5: Thou hast said enough.
0: To Omerle.
5: Beshrew thee, cousin, which didst lead me forth Of that sweet way I was in, to despair. What say's to you now? What comfort have we now? By heaven I'll hate him everlastingly that bids me be of comfort any more. Go to Flint Castle. There I'll pine away. A king, woe's slave, shall kingly woe obey. That power I have discharge. And let them go to ear the land that hath some hope to grow, for I have none. Let no man speak again to alter this, For counsel is but vain.
2: My liege, one word.
5: He doth me double wrong that wounds me With the flatteries of his tongue. Discharge my followers, let them hence away From Richard's night to Bolingbroke's fair day.
0: Exeunt. End of Act Three, Scene Two act three scene three wales before flint castle enter with drum and colours bolingbroke and forces york northumberland and others
1: so that by this intelligence we learn the welshmen are dispersed and salisbury is gone to meet the king who lately
6: landed with some few private friends upon this coast the news is very fair and good my lord richard not far from hence hath hid his head
4: it would beseem lord northumberland to say king richard alack the heavy day when such a sacred king should hide his head
6: your grace mistakes only to be brief left i his title out
4: the time hath been would you have been so brief with him he would have been so brief with you to shorten you for taking so the head your whole head's length Mistake not, uncle, further than you should. Take not, good cousin, further than you should, lest you mistake the heavens are over our heads.
1: I know it, uncle, And oppose not myself against their will. But who comes here?
0: Enter Henry Percy.
1: Welcome, Henry. What will not this castle yield?
4: The castle royally is manned, my lord, against thy entrance. Royally, why it contains no king. Yes, my good lord, it doth contain a king. King Richard lies within the limits of yon lime and stone, and with him are the Lord Almer, the uh, Lord Salisbury, Sir Stephen Scroop, besides a clergyman of holy reverence, who I cannot learn. Oh, belike it is the Bishop of Carlisle.
0: To Northumberland.
1: Noble lord. Go to the rude ribs of that ancient castle. Through brazen trumpet send the breath of parley To his ruined ears, and thus deliver. Henry Bolingbroke, on both his knees, Doth kiss King Richard's hand, And sends allegiance and true faith of heart To his most royal person. Hither come, even at his feet, TO LAY MY ARMS AND POWER, PROVIDED THAT MY BANISHMENT REPEALED, AND LANDS RESTORED AGAIN BE FREELY GRANTED. IF NOT, I'LL USE THE ADVANTAGE OF MY POWER, AND LAY THE SUMMER'S DUST WITH SHOWERS OF BLOOD, RAINED FROM THE WOUNDS OF SLAUGHTERED ENGLISHMEN. THE WHICH, HOW FAR OFF FROM THE MIND OF BOLINGBROKE IT IS. Such crimson tempest should bedrench The fresh green lap of fair King Richard's land. My stooping duty tenderly shall show. Go, signify as much. While here we march upon the grassy carpet of this plain, Let's march without the noise of threatening drum That, from this castle's tottered battlements, our fair appointments may well be pursued. Methinks King Richard and myself should meet With no less terror than the elements of fire and water, When their thundering shock at meeting Tears the cloudy cheeks of heaven. Be he the fire, I'll be the yielding water. The rage be his, whilst on earth I rain my waters. On the earth, and not on him. March on, and mark King Richard how he looks.
0: A parley sounded, and answered by a trumpet within. Flourish, enter on the walls, The King, the Bishop of Carlisle, O'Merrill, Scroope, and Salisbury.
4: See, see King Richard doth himself appear, As doth the blushing discontented sun From out the fiery portal of the east when he perceives the envious clouds are bent to dim his glory and stain the track of his bright passage to the occident yet he looks like a king behold his eye as bright as is the eagle's lightens forth controlling majesty alack alack for woe that any harm should stain so fair a show
0: to northumberland
5: we are amazed and thus long have we stood to watch the fearful bending of thy knee Because we thought ourself Thy lawful king. And if we be, How dare thy joints Forget to pay their awful duty To our presence? If we be not, Show us the hand of God That hath dismissed us From our stewardship. For well we know No hand of blood and bone Can grip the sacred handle Of our scepter Unless he do profane, Steal, or usurp. and. Though you think that all, as you have done, Have torn their souls by turning them from us, And we are barren and bereft of friends, Yet know my Master, God Omnipotent, Is mustering in His clouds on our behalf Armies of pestilence, And they shall strike your children Yet unborn and unbegot, That lift your vassal hands against my head, And threat the glory of my precious crown tell bolingbroke for yond methinks he stands that every stride he makes upon my land is dangerous treason he is come to open the purple testament of bleeding war but ere the crown he looks for live in peace ten thousand bloody crowns of mother's sons shall ill become the flower of england's face change the complexion of her maid pale peace to scarlet indignation and bedew her pastures grass with faithful english blood
6: the king of heaven forbid our lord the king should so with civil and uncivil arms be rushed upon thy thrice noble cousin harry bolingbroke doth humbly kiss thy hand and by the honorable tomb he swears that stands upon your royal grandsire's bones and by the royalties of both your bloods currents that spring from one most gracious head and by the buried hand of warlike gaunt and by the worth and honor of himself comprising all that may be sworn or said his coming hither hath no further scope than for his lineal royalties and TO BEG ENFRANCHISEMENT IMMEDIATE ON HIS KNEES, WHICH ON THY ROYAL PARTY GRANTED ONCE HIS GLITTERING ARMS HE WILL COMMEND TO RUST, HIS BARBED STEEDS TO STABLES, AND HIS HEART TO FAITHFUL SERVICE OF YOUR MAJESTY. THIS, SWEARS HE, AS HE IS A PRINCE, IS JUST, AND, AS I AM A GENTLEMAN, I CREDIT HIM.
5: Northumberland, SAY thus the king returns his noble cousin is right welcome hither and all the number of his fair demands shall be accomplished without contradiction with all the gracious utterance thou hast speak to his gentle hearing mind commends
0: northumberland retires to bolingbroke to Omerle.
5: we do abase ourselves cousin do we not to look so poorly and to speak so fair? Shall we call back Northumberland, and send defiance to the traitor, and so die?
2: No, good my lord, let's fight with gentle words, till time lend friends, and friends their helpful swords.
5: O oh God, O oh God, that ere this tongue of mine that laid the sentence of dread banishment, on yond proud man should take it off again with words of sooth oh that i was as great as is my grief or lesser than my name or that i could forget what i have been or not remember what i must be now swellest thou proud heart i'll give thee scope to beat since foes have scope To beat both thee and me.
2: Northumberland comes back from Bolingbroke.
5: What must the king do now? Must he submit? The king shall do it. Must he be deposed? The king shall be contented. Must he lose the name of king? For God's name, let it go. I'll give my jewels for a set of beads, My gorgeous palace for a hermitage, My gay apparel for an almsman's gown, My figured goblets for a dish of wood, My sceptre for a palmer's walking-staff, My subjects for a pair of carved saints, And my large kingdom for a little grave, A little, little grave, an obscure grave, Or I'll be buried in the king's highway, Some way of common trade Where subjects' feet may hourly trample On their sovereign's head. For on my heart they tread now whilst I live, And buried once, why not upon my head? O Mer, thou weepest, my tender-hearted cousin. We'll make foul weather with despised tears, Our sighs and they shall lodge the summer corn And make a dearth in this revolting land. Or shall we play the wantons with our woes And make some pretty match with shedding tears? As thus, to drop them still upon one place Till they have fretted us a pair of graves within the earth. And there, inlaid, there lies two kinsmen Digged their graves with weeping eyes. Would not this ill do well? Well, well, I see, I talk but idly, And you laugh at me. Most mighty Prince, my Lord Northumberland, What says King Bolingbroke? Will His Majesty give Richard leave to live Till Richard die? You make a leg, and Bolingbroke
6: says "I." My lord, in the base-court he doth contend to speak with you. May it please you to come down?
5: Down, down I come, Like glistering phyton, Wanting the manage of unruly jades. In the base-court? Base-court, where kings grow base To come at traitors' calls. And do them grace. In the base court, come down, down court, down king, for night owls shriek where mounting
3: larks should sing.
0: Exeunt from above.
6: What says his majesty? Sorrow and grief of heart makes him speak fondly like a frantic man, yet he is come.
0: Enter King Richard and his attendants.
1: Stand all apart, and show fair duty to his majesty. Kneeling. My gracious lord.
5: Fair cousin, you debase your princely knee To make the base earth proud with kissing it. Me rather had my heart might feel your love Than my unpleased eye see your courtesy. Up, cousin, up. Your heart is up, I know, thus high at
1: least, Although your knee be low. My gracious Lord, I come but for mine own. Your own is yours, and I am yours, and all. So far be mine, my most redoubted Lord, As my true service shall deserve your love.
5: Well you deserve, they well deserve to have, that know the strongest and surest way to get. Uncle, give me your hand. Nay, dry your eyes. Tears show their love, But want their remedies. Cousin, I am too young to be your father, Though you are old enough to be my heir. What you will have, I'll give, And willing to. For do we must, What force will have us do. Set on towards London. Cousin, is it so? Yea, my good lord. Then I must not say no.
0: Flourish. Exeunt. End of Act Three, Scene Three. Act Three, Scene Four. Langley, the Duke of York's Garden. Enter the Queen and two
7: ladies. What sport shall we devise here in this garden to drive away the heavy thought of care?
0: Madame, we'll play at balls.
7: Twill make me think the world is full of rubs, and that my fortune runs against the bias. Madame, we'll dance. My legs can keep no measure in delight, when my poor heart no measure keeps in grief. Therefore, no dancing girl. Some other sport. Madame, we'll tell tales. Of sorrow or of joy of either madame of neither girl for if of joy being altogether wanting it doth remember me the more sorrow or if of grief being altogether had it adds more sorrow to my want of joy for what i have i need not to repeat and what i want it boots not to complain
2: madame
7: i'll sing tis well that thou hast cause but thou shouldst please me better wouldst thou weep i could weep madame would it do you good and i could sing would weeping do me good and never borrow any tear of thee but stay here come the gardeners let's step into the shadow of these trees my wretchedness unto a row of pins They will talk of state for every one doth so against a change woe is forerun with woe queen and ladies
0: retire enter a gardener and two servants
8: go bind thou up yon dangling apricocks which like unruly children make their sires stoop with oppression of their prodigal weight give some supportance to the bending twigs go thou and like an executioner cut off the heads of 2 fast growing sprays that look too lofty in our commonwealth all must be even in our government you thus employed i will go root away the noisome weeds which without profit suck the soil's fertility from wholesome flowers
2: why should we in the compass of a pale keep law and form and due proportion showing as in a model our firm estate when our sea-walled garden the whole land is full of weeds her fairest flowers choked up her fruit-trees unpruned her hedges ruined her knots disordered and her wholesome herbs swarming with caterpillars
8: hold thy peace he that hath suffered this disordered spring hath now himself met with the fall of leaf the weeds which his broad spreading leaves did shelter that seemed in eating him to hold him up are plucked up root and all by bolingbroke i mean the earl of wiltshire bushy green what are they dead they are and bolingbroke hath seized the wasteful king oh what pity is it that he had not so trimmed and dressed his land as we this garden we at time of year do wound the bark the skin of our fruit-trees lest being overproud in sap and blood with too much riches it confound itself. Had he done so to great and growing men, they might have lived to bear, and he to taste their fruits of duty. Superfluous branches we lop away, that bearing boughs may live. Had he done so, himself had home the crown, which waste of idle hours hath quite thrown down.
2: What? Think you the king shall be deposed?
8: depressed he is already and deposed tis doubt he will be letters came last night to a dear friend of the good duke of york's that tell black tidings
7: oh i am pressed to death through want of speaking coming forward thou old adam's likeness set to dress this garden how dares thy harsh rude tongue sound this unpleasing news what eve what serpent hath suggested thee to make a second fall of cursed man why dost thou say king richard is deposed durst thou though little better thing than earth divine his downfall say where when and how camest thou by this ill tidings speak thou wretch
8: pardon me madam little joy have i to breathe this news yet what i say is true king richard he is in the mighty hold of bolingbroke their fortunes both are weighed in your lord's scale is nothing but himself and some few vanities that make him light but in the balance of great bolingbroke besides himself are all the english peers and with that odds he weighs king richard down post you to london and you will find it so i speak no more than every one doth know
7: nimble mischance that art so light a foot doth not thy embassage belong to me And am I last that knows it? Oh, thou thinkest to serve me last, That I may longest keep thy sorrow in my breast. Come, ladies, go, to meet at London, London's king in woe. What was I born to this, That my sad look should grace the triumph Of great Bolingbroke? Gardener, for telling me these news of woe, Pray God the plants thou grafts may never grow.
8: Exeunt Queen and Ladies Poor Queen, so that thy state might be no worse, I would my skill were subject to thy curse. Here did she fall a tear, here in this place I'll set a bank of rue, sour herb of grace. Rue, even for Ruth, here shortly shall be seen, in the remembrance of a weeping Queen.
0: Exeunt End of Act Three, Scene Four And, end of Act 3.